All right, so here it is, episode three, Nonsense <laughs> Worth Mentioning. So thanks to everybody who tuned in. Check us out. I appreciate it. Check out our Instagram, Nonsense Worth Mentioning. I'm going to be trying to put some stuff up there, hopefully, you know, daily. So uh, let's get into it, man. Uh, how's everybody's week been going, man? What's been going on? Well, what you got going? I see you got a new room set up. Finally, uh, yeah, finally yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, finally, finally got it together. Um, got lazy, though, so I'm just going to put targets on the wall instead of painting it. I think that might make it look better. But give yeah. me that that official bunker look, yo. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be the nice when you start bringing uh, boys downstairs that come and want to see your daughter. Take them down there for a man-to-man talk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? Oh, hell. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. You're right, too. It's like it's, it's it's the perfect size. It's like six by six. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah, man, I had to. I, I can't lie. I had a stressful week. I went back to work. Um, and I really don't know what to say about it. Like, I still haven't made my opinion. Besides, it's a damn embarrassment and shame to see how many people in this nation or I'm just going to say in, in the state I work in just cannot follow the rules. You know, you have this huge number of deaths from this COVID-19. You have like, this thing has destroyed families. You got kids, and I, I, I know we're trying to be positive. This is what the show is about, but I, I don't really think you could be positive about this. There's no real there's no real way to be positive about this, but it has to be said. So it has to be mentioned. Like there's no way you can't tell me that these numbers of deaths and new cases that we get in daily is nothing. Like people are saying these numbers are inflated. People have you can't tell me this. Like that COVID-19 has destroyed families. Kids have lost both of their parents are now left to fend for their own. And if wearing a mask is such is, is such something so hard to ask for to, to keep from spreading it so that other families aren't torn apart like that, like it is it's a it's a point where you have to think about others, and that's and that's kind of like the old the old US, like when we were growing up, kind of like people gave a shit, you know, it weren't too many people that didn't give a shit. Everybody kind of gave a shit. It was back to that whole, like that whole mentality of it takes a neighborhood, uh, the a neighborhood to raise it was a neighborhood oh, to village. raise a, the village. a village yeah. to, to raise a child. Right. Yeah. And that was like that. I'm sure in your neighborhood, it was, it was like that. It was in the neighbor, in the neighborhoods that I lived in. Nowadays, people just don't give a damn, man. And it's just blatant. Don't give a damn. It, it, it's so simple. It's just such a simple thing. But on a good note, uh, Land Rover, Range Rover, Jaguar, they rolled their first cars out the other day. So the factory's back open. So I ain't got to worry too much <laughs> about, you know, not having the job anymore. Um, I was stressing it a little bit because they, they did make some huge cuts but man the numbers the numbers are insane that they lost it was like 90 99 percent sales loss uh on the land rover side and 94 percent i think on the jaguar side so 
it's good to know that they they rolling some cars, people getting their jobs back, you know, just like we getting back open that the UK and all of them is getting back open. So it's it's gonna be a process now of of, of the new normalcy. Basically, social distancing and these masks until the CBC says, you know, not to wear the mask no more. Five-day week, put it in. Like nothing changed. First car I got was a towing. Ain't nothing changed. <laughs> Ain't nothing changed. <laughs> but for those, uh, for those mechanics listening out there, they know exactly what I'm talking about. You get that dreaded R.O. that says towing. They're handwritten in pen. On the road, no mileage, no nothing. Yeah, it's no good. <laughs> but uh, that that was, I mean, that's about it, man. You know, did a little bit yesterday with the family. We was also get trying to get the pool going, so perfect opportunity. Finish up some piping work on the pool. It looks all nice and legit now. But that was that was my week up to today. How about you, man? Oh, I don't know, man. My week was definitely it was definitely a very crazy week. A lot of stuff going on. I it, it started with uh, me battling with the whole podcast of last week with our uh, meltdown on my computer and editing and chopping. And I finally bit the bullet, got a PC. So you know, I'm pretty excited about that. And then uh, that started the process of me trying to relearn everything because now I'm using actual newer, up to date equipment. Trying to get everything going with the, the the Twitch and the gaming, and I'm still in the process of doing that, along with the basement painting and finding out that I'm gonna be going back to work soon. So the the anxiety started kicking in, as well mm-hmm. as the stress of trying to push it together and trying to get the house together, knowing that I probably got a week or so if I'm lucky. So it, it's been a lot, man. And I mean, I'll, I mean, there's a lot of good too. Like I spent a lot of time with Jennifer this week. Did a lot of time hanging out, watching TV. You know, chilling with each other. So that was a lot of fun, you know, and uh, it's just, you know, just dealing with this whole stuff that's going on, man. It's just, you know, this is something that, that for me, it, I, I've, Mikey knows, I mean, you've known too, since I've met you, this has always been something that's always been a fear of mine. This exact situation we're living in has always been a fear of mine. And it was like, oh, you watch too many of those movies. Mm-hmm. You watch too many of those movies. And now it's like, I'm living it. And then, you know, I had some time home where I was locked away from everything. So my anxiety went down a little bit, you know. And now the fact that I have to get back into it is all like, it's all a mess again, man. I mean, perfect example was yesterday I went to go get this capture card and I'm like, I bet, you know, I'm going to go pick up this capture card, you know, no big deal. Let me go up to Target and and pick up the capture card. So I jump in the whip, I'm driving out there to pick it up and I'm noticing there's more cars in the road and, you know, there's more, all the parking lots are kind of full and shit. And I'm like, ah, you know what? You know, it's not so bad. I get back to work. Apparently I've been locked away for a long time. The world's pretty much back to normal. So it should be all right. Yo, I pulled up to target and that line was across the front, down the side of it. Like, yo, it was, it was crazy, like crazy shit, yo. Like, like getting into Comic-Con type shit. And I I saw that shit and yo, as soon as I saw that shit, like, Yo, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie, yo. I just stopped the car. I don't know if I didn't look behind me. I just literally the minute I pulled in that lot and I saw that line, like I hit my brakes, stop. Like thank God there was nobody behind me because it would, they would have been in my ass. And I was like, oh hell no, this, this is not normal. <laughs> this shit is not, this shit is not regular. <laughs> and all of a sudden the fucking anxiety just went back up, and I, I hit the U-turn. And I called, I called Mike instantly. I'm like, yo, yo, you don't even, yo, this shit is crazy, yo. I'm not ready. For- I'm not ready for this, yo. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, but that, that's what my shit is. Right now, I'm just, you know, trying to get a lot of stuff in the house going on with the kids in the basement and trying to just trying to get my anxiety on check. Because like I said, man, this is something that I, I feared for a long time. You know what I mean? Like, I've always, like, always been worried that it was going to happen. It was either this, aliens, or fucking, you know, or AI was going to take over. Like, those those are the three things I'm worried about. The, the, the sickness and, causing the zombie apocalypse, aliens invading us, and AI taking over. And, to, you know, what? to be honest, it's 2020. We still have a possibility for yeah, all those yeah, things to come true. To there got a lot more months. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's, there's a lot of time left. There's vaccines that can turn us to zombies. You know, they could be on you know, the computer can still take over. So I mean, we, you know, we, you know, we got to buckle in. We still got, we still got a few months left. So shit sounds like somebody's bucket list. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you right now, if I, if I meet somebody named John Connor, I'm running. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's oh, basically been my week, man. Just you know, and I, and now I, I gotta try. I'm on the crunch to try to get all this set up before. I, I mean, because realistically, I think that the Jersey, the next phase of Jersey is like June, June fifteenth, something like that. So realistically, I got about a week or two before I have to go into the workforce. So I mean, I got about a week or two to get the girls moved, get my move, my game room moved. Because once work comes, it's gonna be hard to get all yeah. this shit done. work. <clears throat> I mean, not so much the 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 basement to be done. It's just my room's probably gonna be a pain because I got I got so much shit in here in this little room, and now I gotta rework it. And so that that's that's what that's my project. That's how my week's been going. I mean, it was it was a fun week. It was exciting, a lot of emotions, you know. So we you know we try to take it day by day, and you know hope for the best. You know, see what happens. What about you, Mike? Uh, well, you know my my week's been the same. You know, uh, since this whole thing started, my my days have not been much different. My life has not been much different. <clears throat> you know, I am very introverted. I got my gym in the garage. You know, I don't even go out to the gym no more. You know, I, I have my routine and that, that hasn't changed. The only difference was instead of getting up at 4.30, I get up at 5.30. But it's still the same thing. You know, read, gym, work, home, family life, nothing changed. So, you know, I'm just going to jump right in it. And uh, we were talking yesterday. About a couple of things we wanted to discuss this morning. And uh, one of the things I really wanted to bring up was how I've really dove into books throughout this pandemic. You know, I mean, I used to read a lot in the past. Um, not as often. I'd, I'd have stretches. But during this time, I mean, I have not stopped reading since January. And I feel like it's helped me dramatically. So we spoke yesterday and we said we wanted to talk about reading, talk about a little mental health. And I'm just going to read this right out of the Bible. Where I'm reading this morning on the weekends, I read through Proverbs and uh, Psalms or Palms. I don't know how to uh, say the word right. I don't know if the P is silent or the S is silent, but either way. Psalms. <laughs> um, so I'm reading Proverbs. I finished with Proverbs this morning. And this is the last section that I read. This really made me think. And this is Proverbs 12, 25. And it says, anxiety in the heart of a man causes depression, but a good word makes it glad. Then we go one further to 26. It says, the righteous should choose his friends carefully, for the way of the wicked leaves them astray. And now the reason why I wanted to bring both of those up was, you know, as far as anxiety uh, and mental health, I know for me, What's helped me a lot through the years, not even just through this, but through the years, is I like to read. And not necessarily read 
for the sake of reading a book. You know, if I wanted to escape reality for a bit, I would go towards video games like we, we normally do. But I always tend to read books that help me develop myself in any area that I felt I was lacking, whether it be just in general, as a father, as a worker, as a husband. And, uh, and that, that first line about, you know, anxiety in the heart causes depression, but a good word makes it glad. You know, to me, whenever I felt I was slacking and I would read these books, it would help me in many ways. One, it would help shift my perspective, you know, and realize, all right, maybe there's another way to look at this. And two, like we've been saying throughout many of these podcasts we had, you know, what you put out is what you're going to manifest. So as I'm reading these books that are genuinely, you know, positive and life-changing and telling you ways to make your life better, um, whether I directly applied what was in the book or not, I was still giving myself an aura of positivity, which would help my own mental health, you know? And then, and then the second line about choosing your friends carefully, again, something that we've talked about on this podcast many times, you know, having the right group of guys around you that'll help build you up, you know, help let you know when you're wrong. So those are two things that, you know, I've noticed throughout this whole situation that has helped. And now going back on the topic of the books, uh, one book I was reading, it was by Floyd Woodrow called The Warrior, The Strategist, and You. And basically, this guy was an elite um, Air Force soldier. I forget the exact group. I read that book about two months ago. But it was one of the elite forces in Britain. And in the book, he talks about five things, I believe, that they look for in a possible candidate to join their elite force. And obviously, it's going to be things like, you know, physical competence and mental stuff and all this. But the last thing that they found, that they looked for, rather, which really made me think, because I know sometimes myself, I, I take things very seriously. Um, I have a hard time laughing, um, which is why I enjoy working with Nick. He always makes me laugh. But the last thing on that list that they felt was a, a necessary can't like a necessary quality it's not like okay maybe so maybe not it's like no they need to have this quality was a sense of humor you know my my first instinct was now if i'm out in war and i'm with an elite group of soldiers last thing i want is somebody cracking a joke while we getting you know shot up <laughs> me putting my finger in your butt <laughs> while you bent over trying to tame the <laughs> that might not be the sense of humor they're talking about though <laughs> But the, the point is, their whole thing behind it was, you know, you're going to get into some shit. There's going to be some times where, you know, you may be minutes from dying or stuck in an ambush or stuck in something that it's like, yo, I'm not going to get out of here. Now, if you don't have that ability to laugh at the situation, laugh at yourself or, or just make a general joke to help ease the tension, you're stuck. You know, like your anxiety is going to be up there, like through the roof, you know, without that little bit. You know, one of the, the story that he says in this book that kind of highlights it, they were on a uh, training mission where they had to fly over the ocean. They had to jump out the airplane and they had to take over a submarine. Well, as they get up in the air, the winds are picking up almost to the point now where it's just about to be unsafe to jump. But obviously, with anything else, 
you know, you got to take your training seriously because if you're not going to be able to withstand the training, you're not going to be able to withstand the war. So he's like, well, you know what? It's still technically safe. We're going to jump. He noticed the last guy in line who always happened to be scared to jump to begin with. He noticed him getting real nervous, palm sweating, real quiet, clenched up. So right before he jumps, he goes to him. He says, uh, hey, by any chance, you make your will yet? And the guy just starts laughing. And then they jump. You know, just that, that one little tidbit of a joke just kind of released all that tension. And he was like, well, you know what, man? Let's just do it. Let's just do it. You know? And I thought that was very important, to, something to remember, especially through, through times like we're going through, you know, with Nick, with, with his anxiety. You know, even when he called me yesterday about the line and how things was, you know, we laughed a little bit. And that's important. You know, you need to, you need to laugh. You need to immense yourself with good words, as the Bible says, whether that be through a book you're reading or through a friend that you call. You know, because at the end of the day, that's, that's what everything is. Everything is words. You know, we all use words to convey how we feel, to describe something. And through the word, we create what our reality is. It definitely is like a, co a coping mechanism as far as for me, for me anyway, to, I mean, obviously both of you guys know that that's something I, I'm always, I'm always cracking jokes. I mean, no matter yeah. how like bad the situation <laughs> looks, man, I always got some dumb shit to say, yo, because for me that, I mean, I mean, it's good to, to know that, that uh, that makes me elite, you know, I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> that that makes me elite, but realistically for me, it, it's more of a, it's more of a, uh, like a coping mechanism. You know what I mean? Because like, I mean, it, it's uh it's hard sometimes to process you, you, my feelings you know what i mean like to like now like even now I, i've changed a lot the way i've handled like processing my feelings but for me it's always been a way to cope with things you know what i mean like when i'm scared or nervous it's like you make it i make a joke out of shit because that's it kind of you know kind of make me feel like you know what it's not really that serious when realistically it probably is a serious situation you know i did many times where i've been gotten in myself in trouble for making you know a light of, situ of situations and people be like oh that's not i'm like yo it's, i'm not trying to be disrespectful it's just like that's how i deal with shit you know what i mean like i'm not making light of your situation it's just that it kind of puts me at ease because like when i'm nervous or scared i mean i that's what i do i make a joke out of shit you know there's been times yeah. where i've been banged up like from work and like that was the one time i got a concussion man i, I was like my shit was fucked up and I, I was like mad scared because my, my head, the last time I got my concussion, like my head yeah. was all, I had all kinds of symptoms that I've never had. All the concussions I've had, I never had these symptoms. So to have all these things with the light affecting me the way it was, it was scary. So I just started cracking jokes and they're like, oh, you are right. You know, you're making jokes. And I'm, I'm like, nah, I'm not really not all right. I'm just making jokes because if this is my last shit you're hearing from me, it ain't going to be no, it's going to be some funny shit. Be like, yo, remember before that motherfucker died, you was out here cracking jokes to the end, bro. Like... Well, you know, that's, that's why they say, you know, you can't take this shit seriously. We ain't getting out alive, man. Like, you know, man. what are you going to do? You know, like, I see people talk about their job and their eyes light up. You know, like, I want that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I want yeah, to yeah. Here, be able to be like, oh, what do you do? Well, I do, you know, all happy. But now people are like, what do you do? I'm like, I'm a mechanic. Okay. And right away, after you say you're a mechanic, yo, I got this yeah. noise. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you got that noise. It ain't my problem. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, like, I remember when Mikey was younger, he got, he got uh, blood drawn. And like he passed out at the doctor's office. And the first thing I started doing was laughing. I started laughing, like, yo, stop playing, man. I'm like smacking him in the side of the head. And the nurse is like, yo, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> like, 
he just had blood joint. He passed out like back up. And I, I just right away started laughing, you know. But realistically, I was scared shitless. Like, shit, we over here. My parents don't know we here. You know what I mean? Like, this is kind of like a DL situation that we over here. And I'm over here. Sm- like, my brother just died on me. <laughs> like, I'm like, let's wait this. <laughs> I got to go home oh, without man. him. And they didn't even know we was going to the doctor. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, it was a crazy situation, you know, but like, again, that's right away. My instincts is right away. I just go to laughing, you know what I mean? There's times where I'm freaking out over shit. And again, I mean, you might be seen it at work. I start wilding on. I just start laughing when, you know, it's just, it's just how yeah. I guess I'm wired, you know? It's, it's definitely something that I picked up too. It's probably from working with Nick so much, you know, like uh, I'll see <laughs> guys at work that are, are clearly irate and they look at they're about the, the point of breaking and I just find the stupidest thing I can say, they look at me and, and I'm like, either he gonna hit me or he gonna laugh. <laughs> Every time they've laughed. So that that's a good thing because I don't know how I react if somebody hit me. We might both be angry at that point and then defeats the purpose. It, it, it's rough because, you know, like, you you try to stay in the right state, state of mind, you know? And like, I had sent you guys, I sent, I sent you guys this morning, I think I sent it to you guys, I might have just sent it to Mikey. I was seeing this thing about, um, it was on a Joe Rogan podcast. He had this gentleman on, and they were talking about the whole idea of mental health, if it's if it's a chemical imbalance or not. You know what I mean? Because lots of times, you know, doctors say the chemical imbalance, take this pill and keep it moving. And uh, there was a research showing that a lot of this started, like, I don't remember the exact year, so I'm not going to give numbers. I don't want to mess it up. But back in the day, that it started with, uh, there was a lot of women that were going to the doctors for mental health reasons. You know, because they were, they were, you know, they were like, oh, you know, I, I got a house, the family, you know, the, the the car, this, that, and the other. You know, I should be happy, but for some reason, I don't feel right. I don't feel right. And the doctor's like, oh, well, it's a chemical imbalance. Here's some value, you know, whatever the case may be, and keep it moving. And uh, the actuality of it is that, you know, society tells you that that's the reason for you to be happy. You have a family, you have the house, you have this. But realistically, back in the day, that's what it was. But I mean, you think about it now, how a lot of women are now, they're very independent. They want to do their own thing. They have their own dreams and desires of things that they want to do. And back then, that wasn't the norm, you know? The norm was you're, you're a wife, you do this, you do that, you know, like, you know, very stereotypical of the of the era. So a lot of the depression could have been from just because they were not feeling, they were not fulfilling their desires as far as what they wanted. They, they were feeling desires of what society wanted of them. Yeah, you know I mean, so, but the, again, you know, pharmacies get in there, take this pill. We're not going to fix the problem. We go yep. mask it, take this pill, take this pill. You know, so it, it goes back to like, I'm not saying that people don't have chemical imbalances that cause depression because that'd be silly to say that. But a lot of it is because, you know, you try to, everyone tries to put their happiness on what society says to be happiness. You know, we've talked about this a few times in the past where, you know, growing up, my my father was always very much like, you got to get a job. You got to provide for your family. You got to do this. You got to do that. It wasn't like chase your dreams, do what you love, and provide for your family. It was like, that's not going to make you no money. You can't be a writer, Mike. That's not going to make you no money. You can't be skating or snowboarding. What are you going to do with that? You know what I mean? Realistically, you know, fast forward now, there's people make, that made millions doing skating and snowboarding. You know what I mean? Now in the day and age we live in, had Mikey been a writer, he he would he, you know, he could he could easily be doing shit, you know, because there's so much open open world for the because of everything going on that you can have that free, it's easy to be freelance at this point but that wasn't what we was taught growing up it wasn't to follow dreams it was to take care of your family do what you had to do 
So for me, that caused a lot of a lot of. I mean, I already had was dealing with depression and stuff to begin with, but that added to it because now, at an older age, instead of doing something I enjoyed, I did at the time what I was told to do. You know, chase the money, do what's gonna make me money. And now here we are, fast forward, twenty years into the business, it's like shit. I really don't like doing this. Like I love cars, I love twisted wrenches, I love it to you know go on car shows and all that shit, but. It's not what makes me happy, you know what I mean? Like, doing stuff like this, you know, talking with you guys, you know, the stuff I do on my IG, you know, interviewing people, you know, talking with people, reaching out to people, that's what I enjoy, you know? I enjoy interaction of people. And that's what I think a lot of the, the mental health stuff comes from is because so many people are trying to conform to what society says is normal and what society says is happiness, you know? And, 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 and because for so many years, that's what we were told, that's what we were taught. Like, when I put out on my on my gaming page, my struggles with depression and anxiety, the the amount of feedback I got from that blew my mind. It, it completely changed, the. it changed everything for me. Like, first of all, me being open like that and talking about it to everybody, it, it, was, it took like a weight off my shoulders, you know what I mean? Because for a long time, I was very hesitant about talking about it with people. And then I even remember, I specifically remember when mental health awareness had came up I was battling back and forth whether I should post something about it because there's always been such a stigmatism to the whole idea of mental health and depression. And it kind of made me feel a certain way. Like, I, I know I dealt with it, but I'm like, do I really want to talk about it? Do I want to touch that? I'm like, you know what? So I didn't. I kind of left it alone. And then the one day, I don't know, man, something just came over me. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to say it. I'm going to talk about it. And ever since then, it's completely changed everything because when I did that, my DMs was going crazy. Like, there's so many people reaching out to me about you know the the fact that I did that you know how how uh, you know how much they appreciate seeing that side of me because up until then they've only seen the gaming the laughing the joking all that shit like so you know you, you have this image of this guy that is like this clown you know but like they say you know comedians and people that make people laugh the reason they do it because they understand how much how hard it is to do yeah, nah, I mean it's it's the truth man it's like with as much pain as you have. You want to make sure nobody else feels that pain. You know, you want to put smiles on people's faces at the end of the day. That's what life's about. You know, it doesn't matter what job you got, what car you got. There's so many people that are so successful, but they're just hollow inside. They're not doing anything, you know, like their level of success is like Nick said, society's level of success. Yeah. You know, like Eric Thomas, I, I love listening to Eric Thomas. I listen to his podcast. I follow him on any social media platform I have. And he had a, a sermon. I don't know if it was a sermon or a conference he had. But he said something that was really, really good. And it, and it hit me because for a long time, I kind of went down that route where I immersed myself into my career and got to a level where, I mean, you could say my name in any avenue of Toyota and people knew me, you know, but I was I was winning at work, you know, and, and what what he says, he's like, listen, you can't be you know, one dimensional. He's like, so what? You're the greatest at what you do. Are you the greatest father? Are you the greatest mm -hmm. husband? Are you the greatest mm -hmm. brother? You know, so it's like, yeah, you know what? At the end of the day, there's certain things are important, but it's it's the interaction with people. It's the making people laugh, making people smile. Like, that's what is really important. You know, that's like me. I, I ain't gonna lie. I hate my job. I can't stand it. But to me, it's a means to an end. So when you see me work, it's like, damn. That man got passion for his job. Look at him move. And the answer is, no, I don't got passion for my job. I got passion for what my job allows me to do for the people that I love. 
Mm. So, yeah, you know what? You see me there with five cars in my area, running around, banging them out, not a thought in the world. And all I'm thinking is, all right, cool. You know what? Now when my daughter says, Daddy, can we go get some ice cream? I can say, yeah. You know, my wife wants to go do something. Go ahead, let's do it. You know, so even sometimes, you know, you, you might not enjoy what you do, but if you kind of find the, the reason why you're doing what you do, that also helps, you know, because I mean, sometimes in life we get to a point where, you know, we can't always exactly do what we want to do um, for whatever reason. I mean, they say you could do whatever you want to do, and technically that's true. You know, you, you could do whatever the hell you want to do, but you're not free from any consequences that arise from your choices. But, you know, that, that, that's 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 about it. You know, like I said, it, it's the biggest thing is interaction with with people and, and loved ones. And they also talked about that on that same uh uh, thing that Nick was talking about with the Joe Rogan podcast where the guy was saying you know they did a study in different areas and uh, they said listen do what makes you happy and he said predominantly in America that was doing something for yourself going for a spa day buying yourself the bag you wanted getting yourself the sneakers you wanted whereas other countries when they say deliberately work on doing something that makes you happy their initial instinct was all right, let me go grab my brother and let me go hang out with him. Or let me get this for my kids and watch them be happy with it. And it's just that that mental shift of me, me, me. But then instead of me, 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 like you're giving and there's happiness and joy in the giving. And you think about it, if everybody's giving, that means at the same time, everybody's receiving because everybody's giving. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, if you think about it, it's kind of, I don't know what the word to look at, but it's, it's a little ironic because like, yeah, well, you know, the, the point of happiness is, is to give of yourself. But in the same point, if everybody's doing that, we're all receiving at the same time. So, I mean, it's pretty simple. Simple, but hard. Now, nah, it's bugged out. It's, it's true what you say with the, with the whole, you know, we hate our jobs, but we do it for what we have and what we what we need to provide for our loved ones and being home for me um it kind of it kind of charged me for my job in a way that it prepared me mentally to say i'm going to go back i'm going to take my time with what's on my plate and i'm a i'm gonna repair it properly i'm gonna do what i have to do to make sure it's done right and i'm gonna confirm that it's done right because i know that me doing this will somewhat make me enjoy my job a little bit more and maybe start to knock off a little bit of the depression of work that i mean like you said you hate your job i hate my job too i do it for an assuming a means and end sorry we really didn't lose too much here thank god like yeah. we kind of we kind of stayed true you know no one was sick God willing, nobody gets sick. The knock on the wood yeah. there, but um, I got it right here. Yeah, you know we. <laughs> there's, that, there's, there's that humor. There's that humor. <laughs> that's, that, it is. It <laughs> is perfect. I was waiting for something to come out of it. We got them good. Um, <laughs> but now nah, you know it's everyone. Everyone deals with with the depression in their own way. Um, uh, dealing with it and talking about it is always huge. Uh, but at the end of the day, if you're saying that you don't have some kind of some of that, you're lying to yourself. 
Yeah, everybody got it, man. That's that's the thing too. Like what uh before before I started breaking up, you know, because for me, like I said, it's it's a very it's a very hard hitting topic. It's very hit very close to home. That's why I kind of got choked up the way I did, and I appreciate you guys, you know, stepping in for me while I gathered myself. But you know what, it, it is true like that, and that's what I was trying to get to the fact that. Once I put it out there and I, I put out to the world how I was feeling, I, I, it made me realize that this whole time while I was going through this, dealing with the depression and everything, that like my one thing was like, I wanted to be normal. You know what I mean? I wanted to have this normalcy that I, I feel everybody else has. And by me doing what I did and getting the feedback I did and the DMs that I did, I was like, holy fuck, this whole time I'm out here trying to be quote unquote normal. And it, this is the norm. There's so many other people out there that have the same feelings and emotions and deal with the same struggles that I deal with, you know, because I could come up some days, I'd be going to work ready, like energetic as a motherfucker, you know, like Mikey see me, I go in the morning, I'm like pumped, you know, like, yo, we, today we're going to own it today. Yo, this is, this is, shit's changing today. And then the next day I wake up and it's like, yo, I can't even get out of bed, yo. Like, what am I doing right now? Like, what's the fucking point? You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. you know, and, and that that that's a uh, a struggle for me, you know what I mean? From you know, and it, it, it has definitely gotten better in the past year or so, and a lot of it has to do with you know the constant you know keeping positive stuff, talking, keep you know as far as the people I I realize keep keeping certain people around me, getting rid of other people around me, you know what I mean? Trying to uh, there's a, there was a it was a whole process that went through, you know that that's a whole another discussion for another show because it's very involved on what got me to where I'm at, but from doing those things of, you know, keeping positivity around me, getting rid of negative people, constantly talking positive and, you know, and, and, and ingesting stuff that's positive helped a lot, you know, and then doing what I did and putting it out there and seeing people reach out to me and being that it it changed everything for me. You know, now all of a sudden it wasn't just that I was making gaming clips because it was fun and I was enjoying it because, you know, we was having fun making them and we were laughing and doing it, you know, it, I started getting messages from people about how it helped them deal with stuff. I mean, perfect example, during this pandemic, somebody had reached out as far as a video of me and Jennifer playing a game and how they would, it, it took them, they would go into some stuff with family members being sick and upset and crying and seeing the video of me and my wife playing the video games and her being scared and the screaming and the interaction was going on. It was, it was a funny clip. And she said how that clip, made her forget for those two three minutes she was watching the video forget everything and it put a smile on her face and to the point where every time she was kind of feeling down she went back to that video again to watch it again you know so to to hear that kind of stuff come back it's like it made me realize like it's 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 more than i think it's bigger than i think you know and it it gave it gave me somewhat of a sense of purpose because like shit i'm out here just you know being me just being silly being an asshole and that's what people need, apparently. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what, you know, it put a smile on me. And so, you know, even if I if I could do that, just, I mean, even just doing it for that one person, you know, it makes it all worth it. But that was one of, of a lot of DMs I've gotten throughout this whole process of me doing my gaming stuff, of people reaching out to me, you know, about how, you know, how my videos have, have you know, brightened up their day when they're going through something. You know, I literally just got one, like, two days ago that somebody had hit me up saying the same thing, you know? So, it changed everything, you know, the whole, the, like you said, the whole sense of humor and, and being able to make light of situations and stuff. It is a big help, you know, it is, especially when people are going to stuff like they are now to have that escape, even if it's just for, you know, like two minutes to be like, forget about everything and just, you know, enjoying what's going on. And that's, and that's what kind of made me 
want to keep doing it because there's been many of times where it just kind of like I, I get kind of overwhelmed with all the stuff that I'm trying to do and trying to get going on and it's like damn like what what am I doing this for you know what I mean like like really like what am I doing this for like why am I wasting my time doing this you know and then yeah. all of a sudden I get a message from somebody and it's like shit that's why that's why I'm doing this you know what I mean because it it, it it is it's a nice feeling to read something like that from somebody and say how you how, tell them and hear how you've impacted them you know I got a message from people about the fact the way I like that I constantly reply to them you know what I mean people mm-hmm. are like oh you know I appreciate that every time you know that like I, I put something you reply to me you talk to me like like little interactions like that that to me it, it, it's not really a thought to it you know what I mean it's just like I'm just being me I'm just I see someone saying something and, and I reply back you know what I mean and on the other end, it's like, yo, like here this person is that don't know me, you know, and they're like, they're reaching out to me, you know? And, and I, I think it, it kind of, you know, that's what kind of kept me going with it. And it, it like I said, it kind of gave purpose to what I was doing and it changed everything for me. You know what I mean? It, it completely changed everything for me once I put it out there, put it in the open and, and just saw that, you know, it's not. It's not that you're not normal. You know what I mean? It's, it doesn't mean that just because you feel a certain way, it doesn't mean that you're not normal. It just means that you know you just gotta gotta work to uh, work for your happiness. You know? Yeah. And and that that's basically what it boils down to. You know, those few times too where, you know, not only just on my page. I remember being on uh, the show that I watch on Twitch, and they were talking about mental health, and then uh, I, I put in a comment about how video games have helped with my anxiety and depression, you know, the whole process of it. And it just started a chain slide of people just replying and talk coming out. And I was like, it's crazy. Like, how, like, like, I, like nobody was talking about that until I talked about it. And then all of a sudden everybody was being open about their end. You know what I mean? So to see how it just kind of, by me doing that, it, it helps other people in the same sense, do, do the same thing, like be open about it, be honest about it. And, you know, hopefully get somebody to get some help they need. Because, I mean, to be honest, I've been really lucky with the fact that I've gotten to where I've, I've gotten now without having, you know, quote-unquote, the the normal way of getting over it. You know what I mean? Dude, pills or doctors or whatever it can be. A lot of the stuff that I did was basically, you know, with Mikey and with you guys in the chat. You know what I mean? Like, doing stuff like that, like changing stuff myself because I was lucky enough to have Mikey there who's, whose mindset is in a different way. So every time he saw me falling down, he was there to pick me up. You know, but not everybody has that opportunity. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And yeah. and I mean, hopefully that that's what I could be for somebody else. Hopefully I could be somebody else's Mikey. You know what I mean? Somebody else is going through some stuff and struggling with stuff and trying to deal with stuff, and I could be there to pick them up. And that and that's that, that and that's what you know. That's like I said. That's why I do this now at this point. It's not just me. I mean, it is obviously it is playing games. It is having a good time. It is having fun. But now I realize that it's more than just that. You know, it's more than just. There's more to it than just. You know, video games. You know, and the beauty of it is all to tie it all back to the way we started. It all goes back to these two, these two verses in the Bible, man. As the idea of the heart of a man causes depression, but a good word makes it glad. And I got through a lot of my issues with a good word. Quite a few books, quite a few books. And it's funny, even some books that I picked up just to read that I thought would be cool stories, um, and most of them have been by Mitch Album. Guy's a hell of a writer. But even his books were books that I would read and it would make me think about things that I've done and things that I could change and how I could look at things differently and and how to appreciate things. You know, and then as far as Nick, it goes to the other one. Choose your friends wisely. You know, the, the wicked will lead you astray. And, you know, having the right people around you. 
that just that changes everything, man. That that changes the whole your whole world could be changed by some good words and some good friends. Yeah, well, they they do they say also like if you look at the the, the five people closest to you, and you look at like their mindset and their direction, like that'll tell you where you're going. You know what I mean? Because those those five people closest to you are the ones that impact your life the most. And if those five people that are closest to you are, are negative and, you know, and have bad mindsets, you, you're going to follow in their footsteps. You know, like, they, what is it, what's that saying? Like, the birds of a feather, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, you look at who you're who you rolling with, I mean, that's going to tell you where you're going to go, what you're going to do. Because, I mean, it's not by no strength, like, by no luck that you see it many a times. You see a lot of successful people, and then you hear their backstory, and you're like, oh, shit, these people all grew up with each other, knowing each other, and they're all successful. It's because they all had the same mindset. They all kept pushing each other. You know what I mean? They all worked together. They all they 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 shared the same mindset, and that's what helped you grow. That's why, you know, it, I, I say it all the time, man. Like you gotta you gotta watch. Who, I tell my kids all the time, you gotta watch who you're rolling with. You know what I mean? Like because that's those are the people that are gonna impact your life, even though you don't even know it, you don't think about it. But the fact of the matter is, they will in ways that you would never even imagine. You know? Definitely. Definitely. I mean, I gotta say. I've been blessed that through everything that is going on, I'm probably at the highest level of gratitude I have ever been. I find myself waking up on the mornings like just, man, so damn grateful for, for everything I got. You know, don't get me wrong. I got, there's some shitty spots. You know, there's, there's, there's some spots that I, I still want to work on, some things I still want to change, but... I don't know if just from what I'm hearing, from what I'm reading, but man, my level of gratitude, I couldn't be any more grateful for what I got. I say that now, but I'm sure in a few months, I'm going to be even more grateful for what I got, you know, and that's, you know, you got to look at it, you know, glass half full. I mean, I'm trying to fill my glass all the way up, forget half. And that's the thing too, with this whole process too, it it has definitely brought a lot to me as far as, uh, you know, appreciating shit. You know, what I mean, like we said in that the, the the group text that we have going, like that's the main takeaway I've got from this that I've learned to appreciate what I have because I mean now you realize how easily it can all be taken away. You know, simple stuff that we take for granted. You know, just buying PC shit that was an easy thing. Now it's like almost damn near impossible. You know how many I went through a bunch of shit to try to get the computer that I got because everything was. You know, so you, like you really learned this for me personally. This really has shown me to appreciate the fact of what I have because just that quick, man, shit could change. Like, yeah. like real quick. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So guys, you know, again, I want to appreciate you guys for jumping on here, you know, talking with me. You know, I, I had, I had a little bit of a, a little bit of a hard spot in the middle there. You know, so what, that with... Jimmy V life, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I always yeah. did. I, I lived that. Spread Jimmy some v time life. And thought. You laugh, you cry. That's a full day, brother. You had yeah. a full day in our first hour, bro. Yeah, I mean, you know, and for me, I mean, like, I always joke about it. Like, yeah, I live that Jimmy V life. Not because I'm trying to be like that. It's just, that's part of depression, bro. You think, yeah. you cry, you laugh. <laughs> you do it all over again. <laughs> you do it all over again, man. And it is it is an exhausting process, man. It, when you go through all those emotions, man, it, it is. It's Like I said before, you know, I'm, I'm blessed to have my struggles because there's a lot of people out there that have it a lot worse than me. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. got to count my blessings. Yes, but, sir. Again, guys, like I said, thanks for coming on. I appreciate you sitting down with me today, you know, and hopefully we get this stuff working and up and running. And we, you know, now we go to every week. We go to every week, hopefully. 
<laughs> bro, the pandemic is getting lifted. It's Memorial Weekend, so yeah, I mean, it's going. So we good. We're going to start doing every week. <laughs> anyway, yo, guys, be safe. Enjoy your weekend. All right, gentlemen. All right. Enjoy your weekend. Yeah, I got to go walk my dog, yo, later. All right, man. Peace. Peace. But you kind of have to find your way at your workplace to keep you in the same place so that you can make it through. So... I'm adopting the family, straight up. What I, what I could do for my family, the the better I work, the more the more efficient I am with my work, the more money I'm gonna make for my family's well-being and put myself in a place to be able to handle myself and and sustain myself in a good way, this the same way that I did with this whole pandemic. 